everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I'm a coach, learning and development leader, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn, live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, we continue our discussions about feedback. Now we've previously talked about how to give feedback, and today we shift our focus to improving how we receive feedback. Now feedback will always be given to us, whether professionally or personally, but it's how we react that will define whether or not we grow. So throughout this episode, we're gonna share some things to remember when receiving feedback and a few hints on how to use this gift effectively. So if you're ready, let's get started. Now in our last episode, we spent a bit of time talking about feedback and why it's important, as well as sharing some great techniques on how you can give effective feedback to other people. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode yet, I would definitely recommend going back and checking it out. But today we shift our attention to receiving feedback. And I know this is going to sound like an incredibly sweeping statement, but virtually every person I know, including me, can get better at receiving feedback. It's not a natural skill. Just think back to the last few times you've received feedback. Can you honestly say that you handled it perfectly? And if I ask you to think of, say, three people in your life that are not very good at receiving feedback, I'm going to take a guess it won't take you any longer than 10 seconds to come up with those three names. Now, to me, that's really fascinating. We've spoke previously about how valuable feedback is to our lives. Feedback gives us clarity on the things that we're doing well or not so well. It gives us the opportunity to improve ourselves and grow. Feedback is a core tool for helping us become the best versions of ourselves. It is invaluable. So if it's so effective and if it's so important, why on earth do we fight against it? Why do we so often have negative responses? Why do we take it as a personal attack? Uh, And I think it's important here that I share with you that this has been the biggest development point over my career, even my life. I was, well, pathetic. There's no other word, really. I was pathetic at receiving feedback. In my job, people would offer feedback and I'd ignore it as I knew better. My friends would say something and I would argue until the cows came home. Uh, And they knew this, by the way. They would deliberately try and get me to bite. Um, My relationship suffered because I thought every piece of feedback was a personal attack. Someone telling me that I wasn't good enough. Now, I'm not sure if you resonate with any of that, but I think there's going to be a fair few of you out there who do. But why does this happen? Well, psychologists are still debating this, um, and you can read a myriad of web pages and get a bunch of thoughts on this. But I I thought I'll share my own, uh, and you can see what you think. So the way I see is that each and every one of us has a picture in our minds of who we are. Uh, If we are asked to describe ourselves, we can share what we're good at, what makes us special, what makes us a good friend or employee or partner. Now, whether that's true or not, our minds can see that clearly. Now, you can call it ego or identity or self-awareness. It doesn't matter. It's just that picture of who we are and what we stand for that we all have. Now, when we go through life, we will look for things to reaffirm our own perception of ourselves. If we think we're a funny person, we will look for everyone who laughs at our jokes. If we think that we are great at our job, we'll look for evidence of our performance. I don't want to say that we look at everything through rose-tinted glasses, but our ego is set and may have been since childhood. So the easy thing for our minds to do is to find stuff that reinforces that belief. However, what do you think feedback does to that perception? If someone is trying to give us constructive feedback or even criticism, what do our minds make of that? They don't see it as a useful piece of information. They see it as an attack. The feedback is making us question that perception that we have of ourselves. 
if we're a great listener, we don't want to be told that we're not listening. If we pride ourselves on how polite we are, we don't want to be told that we were rude. These comments actively go against what our ego, our minds are telling us that we fundamentally are. So we try to reject it. We refute the comments, we ignore them, we argue against them, we try to disprove them, all in the name of proving that the perception that we have of ourselves is true. Now, that's how I see it. And as I go back through my life, I see it play out so clearly. Uh, My ego was telling me that I was a great boyfriend. So any feedback that would suggest otherwise would make me doubt my whole self. My ego was telling me that I was a great manager. So any feedback would make me question that. Yet here's the ridiculous part, which I discovered much, much later. If I had listened, truly listened to the feedback and not let my ego get in the way, I would have become a better boyfriend. I would have become a better manager. After all, that's the point of feedback, right? But my inbuilt ego stopped me learning lessons, which when I look back now, it it almost disappoints me and actually saddens me. Um, How does that Rod Stewart song go? I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger. I'm not going to sing it, don't worry. But you know what? Like a phoenix from the ashes, if you want, I rose. I, I learned how to receive feedback. I took time to understand its value and I was able to move away from seeing feedback as a personal attack to my ego or myself and started seeing it as a tool that I can use to better myself. So hopefully these thoughts I'm going to share with you today will help you do the same. And even if it's just one of you out there that makes a change and begins to receive feedback in a more positive way, all of this is going to be worth it. Now I've got loads of tips, so I will just see how many we can get through in a time. But what I will do is split my thoughts down into two sets of categories. So the first collection of thoughts are things that are important for you to remember. Things that will almost put you in the right mindset to receive feedback. And the second set will be actual hints and tips and actions you can actually take when receiving feedback. So first, let's get into the right mindset to receive feedback then. Um, And we need to begin with remembering why feedback is important in the first place. So many shields go up to receiving feedback because we forget that point. Feedback has always and will always have its place in our development. So if you can remember that, what happens is you instantly become a bit more open to what's about to come your way. The next thing is to remember that not everyone is effective at giving feedback. Now, of course, if everyone listened to the last episode of the podcast, more people would be effective, but we know that's not the case. Some people are just awful at providing feedback. Um, Whether it's their tone, their timing, their content, they're just not very good at it. And we need to remember that. Now, I'm not making excuses for people. However, it's it's all too simple to dismiss or argue someone's feedback if they deliver it poorly. But what they're trying to actually say could be vitally important to you. I mean, how often have you heard something like an argument? Oh, it's not what you said, it's the way you said it. So instead, just listen to the message, not just the delivery. Understand that not everyone is effective or even confident at delivering feedback. And doing that will mean you are less likely to react to poor delivery. And then we can move on to focusing on the intention of feedback. If, when receiving feedback, you believe that is coming from a place of support, a place of love, a place of the best intentions, you are more likely to listen. Um, And you can prove that now. I mean, if your uh, best friend gave you a piece of feedback, I'm going to take a guess you'll instantly be a bit more open to it because you believe it's from a place of love. But if it was your nemesis, um, do people actually have nemeses anymore? I, I, I don't really know, but I thought it was just superheroes. But anyway, if someone you don't get on with offers you exactly the same piece of feedback, you'll be tempted to listen differently because you'll be wondering, is there an ulterior motive? Where are they coming from? Why are they saying it? 
And again, on the last episode, we said that all feedback should come from a place of best intentions and not used as a weapon. But we know that does happen. And what I'm saying here is take the power back. Just start with the assumption that every piece of feedback coming your way is well-intended and well-meant. And I promise you, you will be far more open to those messages. You'll be far more receptive because you're genuinely looking for the positives and you're understanding actually this is going to come from a place of love. And the last thing about mindset then is to, to really kind of get ready to receive feedback is to acknowledge the fact that it's all about perception. Feedback is simply someone's perception of a situation or of a behavior. Now, of course, there is some feedback that, that won't be perceptive. It will be very objective, i.e. you've just punched that person in the face. That's, that's, that's not perception. Like that's, that's obviously happened. But there will be, more often than not, those who offer you feedback based on their personal observations, based on their personal perceptions. Just think of a piece of music. So I love country music. Um, when I hear country music, I hear soul, I hear stories, I hear emotions. While some other people just hear cling clang yee-haw and, and nothing else, that's all they hear. But it's the same piece of music triggering different reactions and different feedback. And this really helps because it allows us to understand that feedback is not challenging our ego or identity. It's someone just simply giving their perception of a situation. And those different perceptions are incredibly valuable. Whether we do anything with the feedback or not is, is almost irrelevant. It's just knowing how someone else sees a situation is always going to be a good thing. So there we go. That's the first four things to help you get into the mindset to receive feedback. So number one, remember why feedback is important. Number two, not everyone is effective at giving feedback. Uh, number three was assume the feedback is going to be provided to the best intentions. And four, understand that feedback is just someone's perception. Now, if you can remember those tips at all time, Whenever someone says to you, I've got some feedback, you are going to be set up to receive it in the best possible way. And once you're in the right mindset, once you're at that point, you can then focus on what to do when actually receiving the feedback. So what to do when you're actually being spoken to. And I always find this interesting. So people have asked me so often, how can I be better at receiving feedback? And this is the part they want, but they ignored the mindset part we just spoke about. And all these tips I'm about to give you, they are great. They really are great. But if you're not in the right mindset to receive feedback in the first place, I'm not going to lie, they won't be as effective. So make sure you get in the right mindset first. Uh, and then the first thing you can do once you're there is going to sound so obvious, but just listen. And I mean, actively listen to what is being said. So we're in the right mindset. That should naturally put us into a more open and perceptive like situation anyway. But what I'd like you to do is focus on the messages that are coming through. Actively listen to the examples listening to the reasoning, listen to the impact, listen to everything that is being said. Because the easiest trap to fall into, and I've done it, I still do it, but you begin to argue in your mind. And you can see it happen when, when you can see a conversation between two people. The moment they've disagreed, their eyes glaze over, they stop listening, and they can often miss quite a core part of a conversation because they're too busy thinking of something to say in their defense. And the moment you stop listening, you stop receiving feedback. And you do, I promise you, you miss so much good stuff when that happens. Um, and you can, all, you can see it. You can see an argument explode because someone stopped listening. Um, the whole point of the feedback is taken over because we want to argue. We want to defend ourselves rather than just listening and taking everything on board and listening to the entire story. Which leads on to the second tip, which is shush. <laughs> don't argue. Don't interrupt. Don't talk over someone. Don't defend yourself. Just be quiet. Now, we've spoken before about something like this. It's called self-regulation, and we spoke about it on the episodes about emotional intelligence. But it's just having 
the, the control to pause your initial reactions. And you may agree with me, you may disagree with me here, but generally when we receive feedback, that initial response is to fight back, is to defend ourselves, is to show that blame is elsewhere, it's not on our shoulders. But it is so important to pause that reaction. Your instant reactions are very rarely useful. Um, and what they do is actually create a different problem. If you receive feedback and you react poorly, the focus of your conversation is now on your reaction rather than the piece of feedback that you had in the first place. So next time you receive feedback, if you feel that you are getting ready to argue or defend yourself, just press pause, take a deep breath, count to 10, uh, rub your earlobes and say, ooh, bad boys two reference there for anyone who gets that. Um, but whatever it is, just press pause on your reaction. And once you've done that, what I advise is to go into tip three, which is to say thank you. Now, this is the most basic thing, but it's so powerful. Not just in feedback. I mean, in general, the words thank you have so much of an impact all the time. But I'd like you to remember that it could have taken someone an incredible amount of courage to give you feedback. Like we said before, it's not always comfortable. So making sure that you say thank you demonstrates that you genuinely appreciate someone taking their time and sharing their thoughts with you. And obviously, it's, it's important that you are sincere here. I don't know why you wouldn't be sincere, but it is important that you are. You, you need to be genuinely thankful for the feedback or else it will, it will just come across as, as sarcastic. But I, I don't know why someone wouldn't be thankful. Right? Someone, someone has cared about you enough to take time out of their lives and give you feedback in a bid to help you grow or develop. And to me, that sounds like a pretty awesome thing. So I would be saying thank you with earnest here, with true earnest. Um, and if it has been difficult, maybe it's a tense situation or even embarrassing acknowledge how hard it's been. Something like, and I've used this phrase virtually verbatim, thank you for telling me that. I know it couldn't have been easy. And that is such a powerful statement. And it shows you are the kind of person who can take feedback on board. And if after saying thank you, you have questions, then ask them. If someone gives you feedback, but maybe it's a bit too generic. Yes, it could be useful, but you need to know that specificity if you're going to act on it. So ask for it. Of course, it's important to be considerate how you do this. Let's give you an example. Um, I guarantee you've all either said or heard someone give a piece of feedback like, I don't feel supported by you. And I've generally heard an answer to that statement as, give me one time I haven't supported you. Now, how aggressive is that? I mean, yes, it's a generic piece of feedback and, and specifics are needed to understand more. But compare that response to, uh, I'm sorry you feel that way. That was never my intention. Could you give me an example of when I made you feel like that so I know what I've done? Straight away, it's far less aggressive. You're taking ownership and showing you want to move forward, but to do so, you need specifics. So by asking calm and considered questions, you're demonstrating a willingness to listen and to grow, which will make the feedback you are receiving even richer. And then the last tip is to share how you're going to use that feedback moving forward. Uh, And this is just as much for you as it is for the other person. But once you've received the feedback, a great question to ask yourself is, what can I do with this information? Now, you may not have an answer right there and then. And you know what? That, that's a good thing to communicate too. Something like, let me digest that and go away and think about what I could do differently. It shows that you've heard the feedback and you're willing to take action. But if you already know what you're going to do, then great, share that as well. And this tip, of course, depends on the relationship you have. Um, if it's a manager or a partner giving you feedback, you're going to feel far more compelled to give an update to your future actions compared to maybe someone you've only met once. But I would say the most important thing for you is to get it clear in your own mind what you are going to do with your feedback. Are you going to ignore it? Are you going to partially take it on board? Are you going to take the whole thing on board? Are you going to soul search? Are you going to make one small tweak? Whatever it is, just really get it clear in your mind. 
because that is really how you take on board and how you listen to feedback. Um, and there we go then. So that's some top tips on how to actually receive feedback. So just as a quick recap, number one was to listen. So actively listen to what is being said and don't argue in your mind. Number two was to fight that initial reaction that you may have. Don't react or don't argue, just hold it back. Number three was to say thank you for the feedback and mean it. Number four was to ask questions if you need more specifics. And number five was to understand how you are going to use this information moving forward. Now, I know there was a lot of tips there at rapid pace, so you may need to listen to this episode a couple of times to get it all. But hopefully there are some great ideas for you there to help you improve how you receive feedback. But what I'd like to do to wrap up this topic, and I'm going to do it with possibly my favorite saying when it comes to receiving feedback. Now, I don't know who did this originally. I'm going to have to find out who said this, but whoever it was, they, they will have my eternal appreciation. But the saying that I love is when you receive feedback, you can either be bitter or you can be better. Again, you can either be bitter or you can be better. And I think that is a wonderful way to highlight the power that we have over how we receive or take on board feedback. You can make that choice that if someone gives you feedback, you can take it as a criticism to your ego. You can take it as a negative. You can let yourself become bitter about it. Or you have the choice to take it as valuable information. You have the choice to take it as a positive interaction. You have the choice to let the feedback make you better. And over the years, I personally have worked so hard to shift that mindset. I made a conscious decision to stop being bitter and start being better. And I promise you, I say this with all sincerity, that was one of the most life-changing shifts I have ever made. Being able to own the power to decide, being able to stand up and control how I take feedback on board really helped me. And I truly believe, and I promise each and every one of you, that if you choose to be better, not bitter, you will be able to use feedback to really grow your own way. And that brings us to the end of today's episode uh, and the topic of feedback. Now, this was the topic that people have asked for the most for me to cover on the podcast. So I really hope that both episodes were useful uh, and you really took something from it. Now, of course, if there are other topics you'd like me to cover, please let me know by connecting with me on LinkedIn or message me on Instagram with the username of official grow your own way. Uh, and to make this easier, I've learned how to put links into the show notes as well of the episode. So you can just click in there uh, and follow straight to me as well. So that'll be grand. As always, it'll be great if you could subscribe to the show, give it a rate, even leave it a review if you want to spread the word. But whatever you're doing is working. I'm getting listeners literally across the world, which really, really does make my heart sore. But for now, let me just say thank you to all of you out there for listening. I really do hope this makes a difference for you. I hope that you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.